Here it is for you guys. Enjoy, cool. enjoy. Welcome to we the thunder. It's a chilly, cold night here in Tampa Bay. So of course, lightning are playing in the desert tonight. In approximately one hour and five minutes, nine oh nine local time here in Tampa. And we're going to be here till at least 9 p.m. Because we got a lot of hockey to talk about. My friends call me Shooter. Hello. I have no cool sound effect except for this one. And that's Thomas Schooley next to me. It's time to go to school, Jackson. And we're going to fill your next hour with Tampa Bay Lightning chatter and uh, some other NHL news as well. <laughs> uh where to begin? I was telling Thomas, you know, if I look back to like Sunday, I was thinking, how are we going to fill an hour before this game? <laughs> and uh, a lot's happened in the last 48 hours in the hockey world, um, including some some news and stuff with our own team here in Tampa Bay. I think the biggest thing this week was the return of the big cat. But um, there's there's plenty of other things to talk yeah. about as well. Do we want to do we want to just jump into the elephant in the room with the big news with Corey Perry today? Should we just should we just yeah, I was going to ask if you've heard any good rumors lately, um, because today has been hockey Twitter day. Um, actually, it's been like the last four, 48 hours has been crazy because I think that rumor started about 48, 48 hours ago. Um, until finally the Blackhawks came out today. Yeah. So if for whatever reason you don't know what we're talking about, Corey Perry has had his contract terminated by the Chicago Blackhawks. This is not yet. He will tomorrow. He was put on waivers. What he, has to, he has to clear waivers first. I mean, it'd be stupid for someone to pick him up off of waivers, but he has to clear waivers first and then – his contract will be terminated. Traded this offseason from Tampa Bay to Chicago to be a father-like figure to Connor Bedard. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, <laughs> did, uh, did that premonition come true. <laughs> and I guess we'll start right off the gates. It seems like the, the main rumor revolving around Corey Perry uh, was him having relations with Connor Bedard's mother during the mother's trip which did swing down here through tampa um and did a tribute to Corey perry when they were here in tampa that Corey's perry's mom was crying hysterically too and they made a big thing because Corey perry's mom was also on the trip yeah yeah so anyway the that rumor seems to be 100 percent false yeah. like it started on on X somewhere, and this by was one guy, one guy who I follow him. I followed him for I want to say the last four years, um, just because he does hockey Twitter. But I can tell you, any of the reputable people, I have all their notifications set to notify me all the time. He is not one of them. Um, every once in a while, he throws shit at the wall and it sticks. But very rarely does he get anything right. But only one person started this rumor, and it has went everywhere. And not 
not only was he traded this offseason, it wasn't even he didn't even have any time left on his contract. It was just his rights. That's right. Yeah. A few days before he became a free agent. So basically, we just stole a draft pick because of this. But yeah, he wasn't even going to be our player to begin with. So we traded his rights a couple of days earlier for him to sign that four million dollar contract in Chicago. And then this happens. And if you went by the the Twitter comment, he became a father figure. All right. Or at least Connor's mom was calling him daddy or something. Um, but yes, that has allegedly. been allegedly. Now we watched someone called Mar- Mari. Um, I, w- I got to watch the press conference live today um, from the Blackhawks GM. And it, did you get to watch it? Did you watch it? I, I watched the replay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and shame on the Blackhawks for not coming out sooner and saying anything. That's what everybody has been saying. But then even well, when you read- hold on, is this a big surprise to you coming from the Chicago Blackhawks? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but this was, this was something that could really be playing with Connor Bedard's head emotionally, mentally, 18 year old, you know, he, from game one, he's been compared to Gretzky. We've seen the little counter number and everything else. I mean, this kid's going through a lot at 18 years old. And then this was the last thing he needed. But the GM did come out today and say it had nothing to do with any players, any players' families. And the GM got pretty emotional um, while talking about this. And I think talking about the effects that it's had on other players and the players' families. Well, I caught that it sounded like most players didn't really know actually what he, happened. He said the players do not know. Yeah, and the terminology that was used was unacceptable workplace conduct. And they found so, out during the Columbus game and pulled him off the ice during that game when they found out. So, so the the big question is, I mean, here's the problem with not like coming out with what happened is you get these freaking crazy rumors and hockey i feel like more than any other sport has all these stupid blogs that are out there that just make up stuff so people click on it like if you're on facebook like most of you guys are you, you guys share them in thunderbolts some of these yeah, ridiculous stories. at least most of you guys catch that hey this is this is crazy but it's just for clicks so this just adds fuel to the fire and you know the some of the stuff that i've seen out there was of course Corey and uh, mrs bedard <laughs> Um, he doesn't like uh, Chicago deep dish pizza. He prefers thin crust. I don't know if he'd get his contract terminated over that. Uh, maybe he served uh, Bedard a beer. Bedard's, you know, he's not 21 yet. Won't be for a couple of years. Substance abuse would be one that, you know, could legitimately be what happened. Hazing is another one. Gambling has been brought up. Uh, racial or sexual harassment. I think that might be, I think it might involve somebody within the organization in, in maybe one of those things, but um, I don't think statement from his agent said he left the team to be with his family. So it made it seem like it was something family, like Um, the the gambling, the gambling thing, I think possibly um, drugs. You would have thought he would have entered the program. Instead, the NHL would have just said he's entering the program. There you so, go. That's what Kyle just said. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> so, you know, it, it could be the gambling. It could be, I've seen some people say fights um, with somebody else. Hazing? Um, hazing. Hazing could have been one of them. I just, I, I thought you would have heard of that here in Tampa. If that was something that he was known for, I don't think he, you just go to Chicago and start that. Um, Sarah's asking, what do we really think could have happened? I'm, if I'm placing my money on one of these things, I'm saying sexual harassment in the workspace. Cause just the way that he phrased that, it, it seemed like it was just something out of bounds that happened. Right. Cause he definitely brought up the past experiences with Chicago and said they were trying to get ahead of it because of the way they swept everything under the rug before. So I would imagine more is going to come out of this, but here's my question to you and to everybody that's watching. Is it any of our business? Uh, I don't, not, not really, but like literally if you followed Thunderbolts all day, if you followed, if you go on Blackhawks Twitter, um, literally they're like, well, tell us what it was. Well, tell us what it was. Well, what was it? Tell us what it is. And I'm like, it's nobody's business except for Corey Perry's, the team's, Corey Perry's family, and whoever else he did this thing to. I mean, I'm sure eventually it's going to come out somewhere sometime, but I, I don't think it's. This is what business. happens, though, when you don't come out and say what it was. Eventually, yep. we're going to find out. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's next week. More likely, it's, you know, when Corey Perry writes his uh, autobiography and. 10 years. I don't know. Or some kind of charges go against him or something. I mean, I mean that's what I've been looking. First. Don't the charges come first? Usually. But if they got ahead of this, then it could be something that the police are investigating and Chicago did their own investigation. So, Well, I don't think we would be talking about this as much. Maybe not at all. Maybe just a mention if he wasn't on the lightning for the last whatever it was, two, two, three years. Right. So, um, yeah, a lot of light, lightning fans still follow Corey Perry and, um, he and got a, he got a good reaction, um, when he was back here for Chicago and Stephanie put in there, do you think this is how are we remembered versus his career? I don't think so. Unless it comes out something real negative. I mean, you, you see what, I mean, another black Hawk who, again, was in the news today, Patrick Kane, um, who signs the deal with Detroit today. Um, you saw he was accused of rape many years ago and charges were dismissed. And he still has the, a lot of people still call him the rapist. And then the other people still say he was a good scorer and great part of the Chicago dynasty that they had for those couple of years. So... It's going to really, if we end up finding out what Perry ended up happening, then if it was that serious, then yeah, I think he'll be remembered somewhat of that. When did that happen with uh, Kane? That was a while ago, wasn't it? 2015? Yeah. I I thought it was a little bit further away. Anyway, um, to answer Stephanie's question, I think... I think it depends on like what actually happened. Like how despicable was this act that got him fired? He didn't get arrested. Maybe he will get arrested. You don't know yet. Right. I thought usually that happens first, but 
like Kyle said, unless he settled quick, you know, lady man accusation, he gave her $3 million and said, all right, here. Anyway, Corey Perry did something wrong. <laughs> he did something bad. But he's uh, already been linked to new teams already. Oh, I'm sure there's teams that would probably try to pick him up if, you know, he, depending on what happens. And here's the thing. If they don't come out with whatever happens, then team someone will sign him. They, I, I'm sure they would have to share that with the NHL and the NHL will have to share with any new team. If there's any kind of maybe um, potential of any litigation coming down or anything like that, because there's there's already speculation Toronto's looking at him um, and, and a couple of different things. Um, I saw like three different teams that have been mentioned as a possible place if this isn't too serious. Well, before all the Lightning fans start to speculate about a return to Tampa, we have zero cap space because we got the big cat back and put us again right back against the cap. Uh, and so you, and saying this, we've talked about this before, Vinick will not allow any kind of that to be associated with the Lightning. So uh, there's no zero chance coming back here. Yeah, there's zero chance he'll come back here. Oh, I'm sorry. You know I'm right. Well, how appropriate with that name? We have two dollars in cap space. You can sign for two bucks. Besides me, <laughs> basically zero. Thank you though for the correction. And yeah, you could maybe get Perry for two dollars <laughs> a year. I think there's a league minimum. Hey, before I forget, because we um. Are doing the pregame show here last week. Nobody guessed the correct score, so I still have this $25 gift certificate to Cigar City here. Um, so guess what? We're doing tonight's game. And I just put the link in the chat. You have to respond on Facebook this time since nobody got it on Twitter. I'm putting on, on Facebook, and it's got to be responding to that original post not a shared post in thunderbolts or any other groups it's got to be on the original we the thunder page post your prediction so there's already a bunch on there one smart person even predicted the uh coyotes to win <laughs> playing the odds since everyone's you know everyone that uh follows us is predicting the lightning to win and that didn't work last game but uh we'll see what happens this game in the uh arizona state mullet arena which i really wanted to go to this game this year scott's but, there is he and if you guys are watching on tv scott nightingale is there and he's got glass seats so you're almost oh, I, think, him, then. I think he's wearing his lightning onesie too all right so, somebody's got to make sure we get a, a screenshot when they show him that's the one thing bally's does really well is they do like to highlight everyone um that's there in lightning gear on these away trips and guess what i will be at an away game next week in nashville so you might see me on bally sports uh i gotta check if that game's even on bally's tonight's is on bally's right mm -hmm. we're not on espn or anything like that good i'm sure i would have heard if you are so um yeah coyotes tonight we'll talk a little bit more about the game as we get closer to, to nine o'clock um Let's let's go through it. So that's that's it with Perry. If anyone wants to put in comments their their thoughts on Corey Perry and you know what what you think happened there, go ahead. 
But there was some other stuff that happened uh, that's going to be relevant to the lightning around the league. Uh, Schooley already mentioned Patrick Kane signing with Detroit. If you didn't check out last uh, last week's show, we, we took the second half of the show and kind of went into the standings and talked about kind of how other teams are doing so far this season. And Detroit is kind of right there with us. They're kind of st- right there in the middle of the standings, kind of hanging on to one of those wild card spots. So is Patrick Kane going to be the missing piece that puts them over the edge and gets them back into the playoffs this season? Now, we'll preference that with Patrick Kane had hip surgery. <laughs> That's why he's late to come back to this season. So he's not the Patrick Kane that was winning multiple Stanley Cups at the beginning of uh, the 2010s with Chicago. But maybe he is that missing piece up there in Detroit to kind of put everything together for that team. Do you think this is really going to matter? No, I, I think, and um, Michael Douglas said, Denna, when I posted it today in Thunderbolts, he said, great pickup seven years ago. Uh, he didn't make a big splash for the Rangers. No. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, again, it's another veteran on a younger team. Um, so, but you can also leave him alone. I mean, he does still have some threat for you. And, you know, does he bring that much leadership to the two team? I do think that's important. So Andrew Chuck going into the lightning hall of fame announced earlier this month is Patrick Kane really a leader. I mean, he, he was for Chicago and it was happen. seven days for so many years there in Chicago. Well, he was way more of kind of the, the vocal leader on that team. But, yeah, but Kane was the captain. So no, it was. Was it Taze? Yeah. Then Kane was the assistant. I, I still yeah. think he still brings a lot of that, like a Corey Perry, like a uh, Maroon, Patrick Maroon. I still think he brings that in there. Another team we talked about last week, which by the way, you can go back, listen to second half of last week, um, was Minnesota. Fires their coach, and I think it was the GM too. So they're no, their assistant. Oh, assistant. So they they fired the coaching staff. Uh, we talked about them being one of these teams that has not performed up to par, and uh, I believe didn't they didn't they do something with Maroon? Didn't they put him on waivers or something? No, that was another rumor on there. These NHL freaking rumors are flying <laughs> all over the place. Anyway, Minnesota is due to, uh, you know, it's it's probably good timing for them because they are a pretty talented team. I think they got slower with some of their additions this offseason, some guys that were on lightning. Uh, but they should be a playoff team, and right now they are not a playoff team. So I think it was a good move for them to, to change their coaching staff now because you do see every year that a new coach can come in and, and, you know, push that team over the hump and don't want to wait too long. So Minnesota, well, that won't really affect the, the lightning. The coach that they hired, it does not have a good history. He was Nashville's coach for the last couple of seasons, did not do good there. Um, he's not really had any success in the NHL. So it, it, people in Minnesota are not happy that it seems like they just flipped a coin and, traded a problem for another problem neither winner good good side coach bonus is back for uh winnipeg he's returned to the bench now for winnipeg yeah uh what else happened i i thought i saw yeah elizabeth mentioned this 
the uh, fights. The Florida yes. Panthers and the, <laughs> the Ottawa Senators last night. Ten game misconducts. They basically just said everyone on the ice gets a game misconduct in this game. I didn't even really – it didn't even really look that bad. I watched like a short clip and I was like, really? That whole game, though, was leading up to that. Um, it was supposed to be the Kachuk brothers against each other, and that's what they're leading up to. Grandma was in the stands, everything, and the whole game was – was pretty um chippy and then i think oh, that so they're just trying to get control of it i saw the clip where it was brady kachuk had a breakaway and then he kind of clipped the goalie and then things like fights broke out yeah, Matthew kachuk was already in the box <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's sitting there watching that happened right beforehand and he got yeah it was if you look at the total only minutes for the whole game it was it was crazy now, what happens if Corey Perry gets around Kachuk's grandma? Do we just <laughs> be separated? Uh, again, rumors, people. The the Corey Perry. Listen, my favorite, Not my true. favorite meme that went around had the back of Bedard's jersey, and it said Bedard slash Perry on the like. Like Perry was his dad now. So, Hunter Connor Connor Perry entering the NHL in 18 years as <laughs> as an elite hockey player, we're gonna we're gonna raise an eyebrow back to the this day. <laughs> but yeah, 157 penalty minutes. So next time Ottawa and Florida play each other, you best be watching that game because I don't think it's gonna be a, a game that goes without a penalty. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the Lightning, shall we? A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on in the NHL, but hey, we're here to talk about the Bolts. And we got a game in about 30, eh, 40 minutes. Um, but the big news for the Lightning was Vassy returns. So Vassy comes back uh, and has a, a, a huge game. It wasn't necessarily Vassy that had the huge game on Friday night. It was the offense scoring eight goals, their best game of the season so far in Carolina, who's not too shabby. So the the crazy part about this game was the record that they set 15 shots in this game. One, one of those shots was in the first period. After that first period, it was like, what is happening in this game? But 15 shots and eight goals that is a NHL record for shooting percentage in a game. That was insane uh, to be able to, to put up eight goals on 15 shots. I don't think we're ever going to see that again. That that might be a penalty or a, a record that lasts for a long time in the NHL. And we they dropped had 15 shots. Fi- 15 yeah. shots? It was eight goals 14. on 15 shots. 14, the NHL. Oh, 14, that's right. They took one away. The after NHL the officially changed it to 14. Yeah, so what a game point with the hat trick. Uh, Cooch tied for most points in, in a game for a Tampa Bay Lightning player with six points. And Michael Bunting still acts like a bitch, even though he's in Carolina and not Toronto anymore. So, yeah, great game, 8-2 at Carolina to start off this little road trip that they have. I went and watched with Sticks of Fire at Walk-Ons. Uh, so keep an eye out for those sticks of fire watch parties. Hey, don't forget we're having watch parties too coming up after the new year, but I had, I had a good time hanging out with the sticks of fire crew 
And obviously, when the team puts up eight goals, it, it always makes for a much better watch party. Everyone's in a lot better mood than, you know, uh, a four to one loss. Uh, there was one game before that we didn't talk about because we were we did Tuesday last week, right? Yeah, yes. So. So so we, we did lose to the Jets in overtime, unfortunately, just as we thought we got the overtime monkey off our back. Uh, the next game, we go to overtime against the Jets, and of course, we lose that game. Uh, I, th- I thought the story of this game was just like the, the Lightning could not clear the puck out of the zone when they needed to. And they also were giving up some... Uh, the, the goals they were giving up were rebound goals, deflection goals, and those goals seem to always haunt JoJo, who is in net tonight. I saw somebody ask and you answered. Uh, as he played last night, so they're going to give the guy a rest. He just got back. So JoJo back. I think he's going to be a great backup goalie for this team, but those deflections, those big rebounds that he kicks out, we're not good at getting on top of those rebounds and clearing them out. So uh, it kind of bit the the bolts in the butt, and then in overtime, I, I got to say, it was Hedman and Point that completely got caught out of position. I know it's three-on-three, three, so it's not easy, but Hey man, those are the guys that we count on to be in position to to not give up these overtime goals. So uh, as great as those guys have been this season, the last couple of years, can't lose games like that, especially these overtime games. At least we got a point. At least the Jets are a Western Conference team. And we finished that whole homestand with a point in all three games. So True. Yeah. Sam Coast that game had a ton of chances. He did score one. He had a uh, he had his you know scored from his office I believe on a power play, but he had a lot of chances to score goals that game and could only bury that one. All right, so Jets Carolina we talked about and then last night the Bolts came back this weekend, picked up their dads, and then flew out to Denver. Do you know what when they flew into Denver did they give themselves twenty four hours to adjust to that altitude? No. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> it did seem like they were struggling about halfway through that game. So uh, in the game against Colorado, which, by the way, Colorado is on a little bit of a hot streak right now. Hedman falls, gives up that first goal. The Avs get a two on one first Vassie uh, and, you know, they make us pay. And, and really that happened because Hedman fell down. Then they give up another two on one on the next goal. And Vassy makes an amazing save. And then once again, Braden Point is not there to cover the the third man that's coming in to get that rebound. So I'm not trying to call out Braden Point for not being a good hockey player, but he's made some, some bad defensive plays in the last week. Now, he's also made some really good. He did score three goals against Carolina, so you can't really complain too much about Point. But he was the guy that kind of missed that um, that trailer coming in to to score and if you watch the replay you'll actually see him kind of skate out towards the boards and up to up north north towards uh towards our goal or to, i guess towards the other team's goal so uh Braden point uh keep scoring goals but you gotta be back defensively as a centerman and stop some goals as well real quick shooter the uh blackhawks have already filled perry's position as they just traded a fifth round top pick to the Canucks for Anthony Bo- Bovillier. 
um, to fill Perry's spot. So <laughs> that literally they just traded one minute ago. Do you think that was a desperation move? Like we have to do something or, or did maybe this put them under the cap? Isn't there a cap minimum? Uh, probably, probably once they bought him out, it, it well, might be they would have got a penalty on that, but they, the guy that they got 22 games a season, two goals, six assists, eight points. So he's having a Perry like season career, 512 games, 113 he, goals. He was with the Islanders for a while. Right? Uh, yeah. I remember him. he scored on us last time. Yeah. So they just traded that for a fifth round pick desperation move. I mean, the, the moral of the story is Chicago Blackhawks organizations just in shambles right now. And I did see a rumor again. I don't trust any of these websites. Bedard wants out. Is that I did see a rumor that Connor Bedard is not happy in Chicago. Yeah. And he wants out, which just adds more fuel to the fire of, um, you know, him stuff happening with his, his family. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know if that's true. I think he's stuck there uh, no matter what, unless he just kind of decides to sit out and pull a, a ruin. Eric said there looked, Eric said there looked interference by Colorado bench. Why hadn't fell? I didn't see that. I, I thought he just fell, but maybe I'll take a, a second look at that. Listen, if EE says it was interference, it was interference. <laughs> I guess you can't complain, but hey, they, they didn't call it. And then um, the Bolts in that second period just took a bunch of penalties. And eventually a team like Colorado is going to score on you. So AC Mont scored. Uh, Herbix, I hope Herbix's dad yelled at him after this game because <laughs> he should have been on sides. Like, you just drag your foot, bro. Just drag the foot. And uh, if you watch that replay, he did not. So, AC Mont's goal did not count. Sorelli comes back and scores one. Uh, again, another long pass by Hedman. And I'm, I'm wondering how many uh, people are, are picking this up on other teams. These Hedman stretch passes are killing teams. We're seeing goals like with Hedman in that strong, long stretch pass, which he does perfectly most of the time. Uh, we're seeing that every other game. We're scoring yeah. goals like that. So you had the goal, the overtime goal last week to Hagel was one of those. Last night's goal to Sorelli was one of those. Um, teams are going to catch on to that. That's they're not, it's not something they're going to be able to do all season. But the funny well, thing about Detroit, the Detroit was one of the teams that, knew that going in because when we played Detroit, they were stepping in the middle of every one of those passes and, and catching on to, and getting them and turning them against us. So they're, of course they're coached by our old coach. So, you know, that there's a lot of familiarity there. So the, these teams, someone like the Florida Panthers also is one of those that tend to get in the way of those passes because they played against us so much. True. ABB's back in the lineup tonight, and I see Stephanie just posted that too. There you go. So it'll be good to have him back lineup. What do you think happened with him getting scratched so much lately? I thought he started the season really good. You think? I thought they just wanted Watson in there for the big body. I guess. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand the the approach of playing 
with your bigger lineup, I guess they don't need to score goals as much, right? I don't know. I just thought ABB had a good start to the season. I thought he was fitting in on that first line. And then all of a sudden he's gone, which to me usually means like, hey, they're watching film and he's not playing a defense. And flurries then. So your lines are Hagel Point, Cooch, Stammer, Sorelli, Icy Mott, Koki, Paul, ABB, Mott, Glendening, Janot. And then your D pairings are Hedman and Pervix, Sergachev, Chernak, Flurry, and Radish. I like how Kopke's been playing since he's been up. Yeah. He seems like he's adjusting to the NHL game, which Morella just never seemed to to start to put him in. Him and ABB are very familiar with each other. So are they on the same line? Yes. With Paul in the middle. So that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Phoenix, by the way, or Arizona, as they go by now, the Coyotes are really good at home. And they're a middle of the pack team. So this is not your Arizona Coyotes from the last three or four years. This is a better team. They've got that stud rookie. Uh, what's what's his name? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Um, Do you know his name either? No. We really suck at this. I just bet on him earlier. <laughs> I was trying to remember it. You bet on him? Yeah. Well, I bet against him. <laughs> I had to... <clears throat> Had a bet against him. Ooh, and we'll probably go up against Connor Ingram tonight. Yeah, Ingram is in goal. Who shut us out last time we were in Phoenix. Cooley. Cooley, yeah. I just found the same time of you. So, yeah, keep your eye on number 92, Cooley. He's got – he only has two goals this season. But just like my last name. 11 assists uh, and 13 points. Um so yeah, he's he's uh, a rookie that's definitely fun to watch. Other than that, you're not going to really recognize too many people on their team. You got Keller Schmaltz. Just say Keller. Yeah, Keller's their top scorer. He's basically their best player right now, but he's still a minus eight. Don't tell Jay Retcher that. <laughs> oh, they have Matt Dumba too. They picked up Matt Dumba, which I think is a good pickup. He's a guy that the Lightning kicked the tires on for a long time. Yeah, just could never afford them. Yeah, so Arizona at the Mullet Center. The reason why I wanted to go and maybe the reason why Scott's there tonight is this is only a 5,000-person arena. It's a a college, Arizona State's arena, which I think would be awesome to watch an NHL game in. So They say it's the most – Nigel, when I talked to him, the one time said it was the most intimate arena and he definitely said if you get a chance to go there, to go there and see it. Well, yeah, yeah two more years. I'm going like next that. year. I am going to go next year for sure. Well, not for sure. It depends. What I was going to say, don't is. say that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I like going to Phoenix. I got some friends that live out there, so they'll always uh, go to a game with me. But if we do lose and you, you'll see Scott Nightingale there on the glass, blame him because he does not win on away games. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, so they lost last night. He was at last night's game. So last year, two years ago, he did St. Louis. They lost. Um, so when when he goes alone, they lose. Yeah, just put the link to our Facebook page in the chat again. So 
you really only have about 20 minutes after nine o'clock Eastern time. We will shut it off for submitting your predictions for tonight's score. If you do get it right, uh, you will go into a pool with the other folks that get it right. And we will do a drawing for that $25 Cigar City gift card. Keep in mind, it is not for the Cigar City that is right outside of Amelie Arena. It is for the Cigar City on Spruce Street where the actual brewery is. Um, so I'm hoping we get a winner tonight. If not, we're going to do this thing again next week until we do get a winner. <laughs> Maybe I'll sweeten the pot just to get some better. The problem is when the other team wins, nobody guesses the other team. That's why uh, whoever this guy who guessed the the Coyotes to win, he's got the best chances right now because nobody else picked the Coyotes to win so far. But you can for the next 20 minutes. Sarah, I did try to see about group tickets there. They don't do group tickets. There's not enough seats. No. We we could fill up the whole the whole thing. <laughs> right, yeah. It's only five thousand. That's a, we took that many to Vegas. Oh uh, yeah. Well, we had we had that that bowl filled three times <laughs> uh, for the Nashville, the outdoor game. Oh yeah. Well, even for the global series. Uh, the global series over in Sweden, they it was three to one Bolts fans there. Yeah, and they filled up the Ericsson. So stay tuned next season. Thunderbolts trip to, to Arizona. No group tickets though. You're all on your own. <laughs> you got to fight. You can a, use uh, SeatGeek and get. A oh discount. yeah, that's right. Use SeatGeek. SeatGeek use a discount. If you've already used SeatGeek, use a new email. Use WTP Pod and get twenty percent off. Twenty bucks sorry. off. Twenty bucks off. Sorry. Which basically just eliminates all the extra fees that you yeah. have. But hey, it's it's better than nothing. So that goes for any event in the entire United States. So enough of you use that, and or if enough of you buy Monkey Coffee and use my code Shooty Ten. Then uh, you know we'll pay for you some of you guys to come out, <laughs> but you're gonna have to buy a lot of coffee and you're gonna have to buy a lot of tickets. Uh, so and want to sit next to us. <laughs> I I think we should do some sort of uh, you know contest to sit next to Thomas Schooley at a game. Yeah. What's it like? To, I I don't know why I'm asking you because I've done it, but what's it like to sit next to Thomas Schooley at, at a Lightning game? What's the highlight? Is it when you get your ice cream Sunday? I don't get that anymore. Now it's the grilled cheese. But then they up the price now on the grilled cheese mid-season. They up the price? Yes. It's that good. That is one thing that I can probably get my daughter to go to the game for. She loves grilled cheese. So I'll try that. The The best thing about going to the game with me is I, I barely talk at all during the game. <laughs> So, so I would just sit there silently. And there's all the dads at tonight's game. Someone, not Scott, sent me the picture of all the dads in the suite. So this is this is it then. Oh, Pittsburgh Penguins are down but not out, by the way. They are <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins are in Nashville tonight, who we play next week. So they must be losing the Predators. Yeah. Uh so the fathers are in the building there. 
I just sit in schoolies seats in his absence. Yeah, Sarah got got those seats last week. Um, well, this is the there. This is the last trip on this this mini road trip. So yes, they actually flying back tomorrow, um, and then the dads will be at the game on Thursday, um, okay, which is home, yeah. hockey fights cancer night. Um, so um, Thursday night, I will definitely be in the building. Um, for that, because I always go to that for my mom. So um, Thursday night, Hockey Fights Cancer Night. Come support. Boston has lost three straight since we beat them. We broke the Bruins. Yeah, they pulled Swayman last night, and he was not happy at all. I don't think he's faced that many shots against the team like we did to them. So, yeah, that's good to see the Bruins coming back down to earth. I, I didn't even think the Bruins were going to make the playoffs this year. And they've got their own player issues with Lucic, who seems to probably be the next to get his contract terminated. <laughs> yeah, he he's about out of there. So uh, all the old names are getting going to be gone here shortly. So, yeah, we got, uh, we got the Penguins Thursday night back at Emily. Uh, I'll also probably be there. And then back on the road for one night, or I guess one day in Dallas. Oh no, are we doing like Kids Day in Dallas again? Hey, if so we won it last year. That's the game that I went to. Me, Serena, and Adrian and Scott all went to last year. We we beat them. Yeah, so that's a two o'clock game. So it probably is their kids game. And then the stars come here next Monday night. So that should be fun to watch because. uh, Back-to-back games against the Stars usually means, uh, you know, they're not going to be too happy with each other. And then Penguins on Wednesday, December 6th. Wednesday's our normal day to broadcast, so we'll have to uh, probably figure something out. Sounds like it's a, a Tuesday nighter. That's who we're playing Thursday. So literally we're playing Pittsburgh twice and Dallas twice within like a 10-day span. Yeah. And then the next day, that Thursday, they are heading to Nashville, to play the Predators, and that's the away game that I'll be at. So, hey, if you if anyone listening is going to be in Nashville and going to go to the game on December 7th, hit me up. I'm trying to get a couple of us Bolts fans to meet up before the game. So we've got an event on our page on Facebook if you want to let us know if you're going to be in Nashville next Thursday. All right, anything else? We're like, we got 15 minutes to spare here. Um, I knew there was something else, but I was trying to think of what else it was. We did talk. I see a Roscoe asking about Corey Perry. We talked about him for the first 10 minutes, bro. We had to get to that breaking news immediately. So you can go back and rewind and uh, listen to us speculate what that bad boy did. Petty celebrates his thousandth game on okay. Is it Monday? If he plays in the next couple games, it will be Monday night. 1,000th game for Victor Hedman. Knock on wood. Yeah, Monday, December 4th. Date is subject to change, the email they sent out. (laughs) Yeah. uh, He got dinged up or something, but Hedman's smart. He usually keeps himself healthy by not laying those massive hits on people that we all want to see. 
during from the Coyotes took a puck to the head and warm ups. Hush up. Um, did you see about Flurry wearing his Heritage hat helmet? The other yeah, day? he got in trouble because they said, no, 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 you can't do that. And then he wore it anyway. Everyone's got a problem with something. It's well, this is why I don't talk to people because everyone's got a problem with something. Well, what, and this is deal? why this is why they've na- now came out and said that the players can tape their sticks up now for the special nights. It was so dumb that the NHL came out and said you can't do it. They should have just left it as if you want to do it, do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Where because last year you had all the people that didn't want to wear the special pride jerseys and stuff like that. So this year they said, okay, no special jerseys at all, which sucks coming for the Hockey Fights Cancer Night um, on Thursday. I loved always seeing those jerseys. Um, But, okay. But then they went further and said, no special headgear, no special tape. And now we've seen players come out on the tape and they said, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. And then you had Flurry come out with the helmet the other day for his Indian, was it Indian Heritage? I don't know uh, what it was for. So I think it was Indian Heritage, um, something Heritage. He came out with his helmet that way, but the league has not fined him for it yet. So they just gave him a good talking to. Yeah, I I think it's going to be hard to find that Native American. Yeah, okay, his wife is Native American. So he came out with that, and the league has not officially came out with anything on it. Nothing. Cool. Well, we got Connor Ingram, former Bolt in net, seven wins. Three losses, 2.65 goals against average, 920 save percentage. He's having a pretty good season. He has. I mean, I liked him when he was here. Um, I think he was just a casualty of the the cap. And then uh, he got himself in some issues, and he got himself right, and – He's been looking good ever since he's got himself right. And then we got JoJo in net that we mentioned earlier, and I do think we need to give JoJo some sort of salute for filling in these first two months of the season and doing an adequate job for the team in Andre Vasilevsky, keeping us in contention. We're in a playoff spot still. Uh, so shout out to JJ, JoJo, whatever you want to call him. And uh, he gets himself back in the net tonight. Do you think that they'll they'll split a little bit more time and sit Vasi a little bit more just based no. on? You don't think so? No. He said last season he was like not not in the best shape. He was having issues. Yeah, and he took like all the time off. No, they they're gonna ride him until the brakes fall off. Now. Well, he's not playing back to back, which he has done before. He has. Uh, I think it's too early for that. And how about Thursday? Um, Thursday. 
Am I am I frozen or is Schooly frozen? I think I was. Uh, that's the weird thing. When there's two of us, I can't tell. Vassy <laughs> <laughs> so makes his return on Thursday. What? Vassy makes his return at Emily for the first time this season. That place is going to go nuts. Do you think he'll get a standing ovation? Oh, it, it will. It will probably be one of the loudest things you will ever hear on Thursday night. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to make my way downtown uh, to check out that game. The Coyotes. I'm trying to to scramble for some stats here over the last ten minutes. The Coyotes have 63 goals for and 63 goals allowed. Very evenly balanced, good and bad. <laughs> and they're, let's see what their uh, power play percentage. The Lightning are, are now in second place behind the Devils in their power play percentage. And the uh, Coyotes are seventh, actually, 25.4%. a solid 7% behind us, but uh, not bad for the Arizona team. And then their penalty kill is middle of the road at 13, 80.8%. If you were wondering where the Lightning's PK stands, we're at 84%. That's good for 10th in the league. And, hey, while we're talking about stats, how dare us, Thomas Gooley, how dare us not bring up every single episode when this happens, your NHL points leader, Nikita Kucherov, 36 points, back on top. He was on top of that first week of the season, but uh, got overtaken by some of these Hughes boys. Uh, and by the way, JT Miller also right there, 33 points. People still think JT Miller is overrated, which I don't understand. He's just on that shitty Vancouver team. Somebody's got to score. JT, yeah, 36 points. Six, six points Friday night helped a lot with that. Uh, okay. But also leads the league in goals. I guess he's tied now, 15 goals, tied with Reinhardt and Barack Bozer. And uh, not far behind on assists, but Kale McCarr uh, did a little bit of damage last night with that. Kale's got 26 assists, and uh, Cooch is 21, so he's in third. But anyway, I'm going to make sure I bring that up every single episode just to piss everyone off a little bit. Now, obviously, not Lightning fans. You might get tired of it after a while. Man, no, no, you won't. But um, if any opposing fans listen to this podcast or watch live, I'm going to make sure that uh, I bring up Nikita Kucherov being the best player in the NHL as often as I can. And you just got called out, Schooly. Vancouver isn't shitty. He's right. We did go through the standings this season. They are uh, sitting solid in second place right now. Yeah, but that is that's not a good team. Not a good team. They you have a few good players but they they're not a good team they don't have i don't think have an identity really right now lynn was in raleigh friday night and sat right behind vassy that was a heck of a game to go to lynn congratulations picking the right road game to go to hopefully scott's got your luck tonight but apparently he doesn't have a great track record so we'll see what happens in the uh, Valley of the Sun this evening. I'm excited. I didn't get to watch the It must be cold the there, though, because when the players got off the bus, they were all wearing their jackets and beanies. Oh, yeah, it probably does get cold here. I- I'm surprised how cold it was here this morning. 
Oh, I love that. I was freezing my pucks off, Thomas. <laughs> you break out the hoodies. You're lucky <laughs> I don't have my beanie on tonight. You know, I only get to wear it like four days a year. It's 69 there at Mullet Arena right now. Uh, it is much colder here. It's at least 15 degrees colder here. It's uh, 48, my, my computer says. My current location is 52. I'm going to go make myself a cup of hot cocoa, maybe a little Bailey's in it, sit by my fireplace, probably just in my... Um, Style. My Tampa Bay Lightning thong. That's <laughs> <laughs> like style right there. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully my kids went to sleep. I'm gonna I'm gonna crank up the heater, uh, and then I'm gonna watch the bolts. And me because really I have my slag glass door open and my fan on, and not gonna sleep. Just all comfortable. Yeah, Thomas Schooley doesn't watch late games, folks. He's an early riser now, so we Let's gotta. We got to let him know what happens. I think everyone who's watching or listening to this should tweet at Thomas Schooley uh, and, you know, just give him random lightning updates. You know, it's funny as I'm laying down, I listen to the radio broadcast and like, and Michigan will get so excited. And then like, I can't go to sleep or I'll wake up like in the middle of the second. The other day I woke up to him. screaming goal when we scored the seventh and eighth one <laughs> it's like what the hell's going on what time it is tomorrow is my big my big inspection for the year so i have to be up very early it's gonna be a long ass day tomorrow all right well we'll we'll get you out of here in the next five minutes buddy go t- go take that melatonin now <laughs> yeah. uh i did have a game last night so i only saw half of the lightning game but I wanted to report back. I tried to wear, and I did wear the whole game, a neck guard. And oh, yeah. How'd that go? It was fine. The neck guards, I, they're, um, they're, they're much softer and lighter than I thought they would be. And it was cold last night. And I know we're playing on ice, so it's, it's cold all the time. But it was extra cold last night because it was cold outside. So at first I was like, hey, it's kind of nice. It's like it's like a neck warmer. It's keeping me warm. And then uh, eventually I was like, all right, this is kind of getting annoying. But it really wasn't that bad. I feel like if what's going to happen is they're going to make kids start wearing them. And I think well, if you're used to wearing it, you're you're just you're just used to it. Like if you're used to wearing shoes, you're used to wearing shoes and socks, right? So I feel like it's going to have that effect. And and I has just had the one piece that goes around the neck like a necklace. The kids these days, they have like the whole shirt and it's built into the top of it. So I feel like these players that as they are required to wear them as they're younger, maybe um, they're going to be required when they're older to wear them in the NHL and they won't have a problem. I will say, though, I broke January my... January will be mandatory in Florida. Ooh. For who? <laughs> for kids, right? I think it's for the kids' leagues. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's usually a USA hockey rule that they'll do. So I don't know if it'll just be Florida. It would usually be everywhere, but I don't know the specifics on it. Um, I, I didn't love it. And, and maybe because I broke my consecutive uh, streak of goals scored in a game, which went back several weeks which I couldn't even remember when the last time I didn't score a goal was. Or you just sucked, so maybe it wasn't 
played in that guard. No, I I didn't suck. <laughs> I didn't suck. <laughs> but I almost ripped the thing off for the last five minutes of the game just because I uh, felt a little superstitious. But I didn't. I kept it on and I felt safe. And I guess it's just it's like cloth. It's like a cloth Kevlar like material. So um, I really don't see how it, it doesn't seem like it's protecting you from anything. Like if I took a shot right to the neck with that thing on, it would still hurt like a bee. And um, but I guess it doesn't you can't cut through it with a skate. So there you go. There's my review of wearing a neck guard while playing ice hockey. I wouldn't expect anyone else on the Lightning or in the NHL to wear one except our guy Cole. He's probably going to have his on tonight. You know, I did find a little something out on the Tiki Talkie today that um, new dance that the wives, the wags, had a wag fund that they pay into at the beginning of each year, and the head wag is the captain's wife, so it'd be Steven Stamkos um, collects all the money. It's five hundred dollar entry. Um for a wag wife and that gets you into the group text message um, of the wives that gets you that pays for your ushers gifts at Christmas time and any other special times huh no and the girlfriends of the players don't get invited until they're a little bit serious and then it's the players that has to come to the head wag and get her invited into it. Um, so they pay $500 for each one. And then it also pays for any baby showers that any of the players might have. Um, and their jackets, at the, the playoff jackets that they all have. It pays for all of that. Um, Is so it the same site that you get your Connor Bedard rumors from? <laughs> no, this was actually from... Someone who actually was a wag for one of the Tampa Bay Lightning players um, and is st- currently still married to a former Tampa Bay Lightning player who's now a broadcaster. Oh. In Seattle. JT, JT Brown's wife. I've heard of she, she put on there about the whole thing of how you get in. I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. All right. Well, you uh, you work your way into the wag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure we'll out who, who, who will get me invited into these text groups. I wonder if I can get into the dads. Maybe group chat. You let's let's do that. Let's <laughs> let's both try to sneak into the dad box on Thursday. Yeah. I'm I'm down. I want to get, I want to go make fr- friends with who's who's supposed to be like the funny like isn't Vassy's dad supposed to be like really hilarious or something like that? Or is I don't know. Does he speak good English? I don't know, but I heard one of like the foreign guys' dads is hilarious from something. Oh, you know what I want to do? I want to watch uh, Recharge. They're on episode two. I want to watch that, and we're going to review it. So. Sometime over the next month, we'll figure out when to do that. All right, so uh, have fun watching the game, everyone. Uh, check back on our site. I'll probably have a winner tonight. 
if the Lightning win, that is. And if somebody guesses the correct score, which hopefully we will have a winner. If not, I might just have to give this thing out live on next week's show, which is probably going to be on Tuesday night uh, because we do have a game on Wednesday. So thank you for bearing with us as the schedule changes. You know, we don't want to do a show before or after a game that we're going to. It's a lot easier if we're sitting here at home. <laughs> uh, although I do miss Thomas Schooley from the bush after the game. Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, we, we got to go live after playoff games. <laughs> All right. So um, you got anything else for the fine people, the fine lightning fans of America? No, no. Go Bolts. Let's bring it. Bring home a win tonight. So we get the two points. Cute will be happy with this road trip. Well, technically, I guess this was a three game road trip, right? <laughs> uh, no, you had the Canes first, and then yeah, that's right. They, but they but see, it's it's weird because the Lightning actually left Carolina and flew back home to pick up the dads, and then flew back out, stayed in practice the next day, flew back out to Denver. They should have flown out to had them out there at Carolina. Yeah, they should have had them for the whole trip. I'm not sure why that was done that way but they did fly back after carolina and pick up the dads did you see the clips of them on the field at the broncos game yes sunday yeah that's cool so that's probably what they did with the dads they probably went to the broncos game had a nice dinner didn't practice that much (laughs) uh they don't need to practice they're the tampa bay lightning and they're gonna get a big win tonight for the papas and I'm here to watch it. Check out uh, our Twitter and Facebook later tonight. We're going to have a winner. If not, we'll give out these uh, this gift card next week. Until then, this has been We the Thunder. Don't forget to be the Thunder. That's it?